That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hi, it's also Catherine, and, and you're listening, you're listening to, to Cheating Ketchup Episode. Yeah! Uh, I don't know why we attempt to say anything at the same time together. Why do we do this? It's fun, because we were both cheerleaders at one point in our lives. Holy, wait, have we talked about this? I, were you a cheerleader? Five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, three, four, four, five, Yeah, I know six, the whole... Seven, eight. Oh God! Don't yeah. even. You, that was so wrong. I just I, I was saw I did, you yeah, on the screen. I did the, the on thing, and then you slap them at your side. I was uh, I was a cheerleader up until sixth grade. I started when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> but this, I was so wait. A, I was so a for flyer. one year, two, two or three years. Uh, never could get this. Was I was a I was a flyer when I started because I was like I, there was a point in time when I I was. I was thin. Um, you are still so thin. I yeah, swear like, to God, Catherine. I'm but going like to- I was, you know, like little kid thin. And uh, oh yeah, I was a gangly ass kid. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. So I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they would. So flyers, the people that they throw up in the air, yeah, and the then, people that people like me, the base throw yeah, up in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then, like I, I turned from flyer to base in one year, like super quickly. Like I, well, because you're so tall too. I'm sure you like towered over all the kids. Yes, but but mentally to go from like, yeah, I'm the little one on top of the pyramid. I'm the yeah. little cute one that they that to they the- throw up there, and I stand up there with one leg and I cheer, and and all the you know all the football players because it's time it's halftime. Always they're looking at me instead of watch listen to their coach. To go <laughs> to go from from queen to lowly servant in one year it was too much for me i couldn't do it so i i had to quit after like two years also like i couldn't a round off was was the peak of my twirling i couldn't backhand spring i'm sorry did you just call tumbling twirling (laughs) this is exactly why you should not ever claim that you were a cheerleader catherine i cheered for 14 years of my life including i started when i was a little kid i cheered for rec department cheerleading then i cheered in school the heck is rec department cheerleading is that the recreation department did you, you know how the rec- did you do did you did you do commercials for rectum cream what is rec department cheerleading Catherine, I thought you were from the country. I'm so confused right now. Rec department cheerleading. Everybody knows what the recreation department is. The town recreation department. So it's it's not affiliated with a school. So kids from all different schools can play together and meet each other together. So there's like a football team, a, oh. uh, a, a baseball team, uh, softball, stuff like that. And then they, yeah. have cheer- they have to have cheerleading squads for the football teams. So when I was to in- yeah, because a lot of elementary schools don't have football teams and cheerleading squads. So this is for for younger kids who their school maybe doesn't have it or maybe they're mm-hmm. homeschooled or private schooled and they want to be in, in sports. So that's what rec department sports are. So I was a rec department cheerleader first. My mom was a coach because she cheered in high school. 
And then she was our coach. And so I cheered for a couple, two or three years like that for the Colts and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And then I cheered in middle school. And then I cheered all through high school. In high school, I made varsity my freshman year. So I was varsity basketball, varsity football, and varsity competition cheerleader. I did that all four years. And then I also did all-star cheerleading on top of that. So I was on a traveling team that was 45 minutes away from my town that I had to go and practice for three times a week. And then I cheered in college a little bit until I quit for pageants. So, Okay, can I t- – this is – when you made the – this to explain my school experience – is is explains why I have no idea what rec department is, why I don't know what an elementary school is, what I don't know the difference between a middle school and you elementary went school. To Catholic, oh, I don't know what all this is. So this is this is what's so funny, and this, and especially why cheerleading is so funny to me because one, so I'm I grew I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through senior year. Oh my so God, I go, keep forgetting that. So you're not a is, normal kid. I'm not a normal kid. I was a freak. I I, I had plaid skirts and tucked in my shirt all throughout, all throughout my adolescence. And so you would go kindergarten through eighth grade in your parish school. And, and so we didn't have everybody just, it was, it was St. Margaret Mary versus Ascension versus St. Patrick's versus Our Lady of Lourdes. Versus, you, like it was so just, they weren't even allowed to like play against the regular schools. Like, no, dude, no, dude, dude. It was public schools. Absolutely not. Public oh. schools would wreck us. Which is a bunch of would be crud. white Catholic kids, but like, but like oh, yeah. against each other, dude. It was on. But this is the thing. This is this is my favorite part about it. Also, I when I so I went to. But all of Louisville, I mean, it's like it a hometown. A, this is like a small town comic, like going to the big city and trying yeah. to do. And they're like, I'm the best comic in town. I've got an hour, and the hour is just like local references, and there's no other comedian to compete with. And then they try to come to a big city and do comedy, and then they're squashed. That's Catholic schools. Yeah, I, I was like, I was like, what? How is this like anything? I'm, I'm, I'm spilling my guts here. <laughs> And you're like, this is, this is, this is like one of those has-beens that thinks that they're great. Anyways. <laughs> so this was the thing. So I, when I went to college, first of all, I was like, why are, wh- what is, what is middle school? Like, why, what are people, what do the people mean by, I still don't know what middle school and elementary school is, but this was the weirdest thing. So after, after you grew up with these like 50 kids from kindergarten through eighth grade, you would go to high school and most of the high schools all of them, I think, besides one, were were not co-ed. So it was all boys or all girls. So I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. But I'm telling you, there is like, I think there's like three major boy ones at three major girls schools, or four of each. So like everybody I knew went to all boys or all girls. And that was just our world. Like I, I had a couple friends that I knew that went to public schools, but like we didn't talk about that, you know, like we weren't allowed to. And then did all the kids, all the all the genders come together in high school? Is that what happened? No, no, no. We we had no kindergarten through eighth grade was co-ed. Then high school was all girls. They separated y'all out once the hormones kicked in. Yeah, which I think explains a lot of why I am the way I am. And why I'm so yes. nasty. I'm why I'm so nasty because that's the thing. Like, so you're so you're in high school high school, right? You're 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 a tired kid 
And so, let's be clear that you're not saying nasty like in a fun sexual way. You're saying nasty like you are like gross. Hygiene. Like hygiene yeah. and every single time we sit down to start the podcast, you are sitting there and you're itching and squirming yeah. and then yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. I need to go change my pants. And I'm like, Catherine, why? Every time we sit down, do you need to change your pants? And mm-hmm. when we travel together, I'm like, you shower and change your pants more than any person I've ever yeah. met in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, okay. yeah, this thing, I went to all girls. So you don't have anybody to freaking impress. So you Unless you're uh, into girls. Yeah, but that's the thing. It was there, and there, there was there was a lot of lesbians. Uh, yeah, in our high I school. I think that would I would be I would just lean all the way in. But that's the thing, though. This is the thing. If you didn't, there's thing. If you wore, if you if you weren't if you weren't lesbian and you wore makeup to school, people would make fun of you. They'd be like, "Why are you wearing makeup? Are you a lesbian?" Like you would get oh, wow. made fun of. You couldn't just care about the way you look. No, no, you had to be. Dude, I ran across country every day after school. Like I, I would run miles and miles and miles and didn't shower for weeks. Oh, I, I would yeah. wear the same shirt every day, but it didn't matter. You're just with a bunch of girls. It doesn't matter. So I got to college and I was like, why, why are y'all dressing up for class? Like, why are we not wearing extra large sweatpants? I don't understand. Well, are you shower? Did you shower for for class? What are you? You're like nerd. I know, I know. And then I would show up just nasty, just like just just baking in my own grease, and everybody like eh, pigsty over there. Like so. Okay, oh, so God. I so many things are coming together. Sort of make, I can't make believe. Sense. 89th episode and I'm finding all I'm I'm connecting so many dots right now. Does that make sense? But I will okay, I'm tying this all back to cheerleading, but I will say this before. I have always said I would never regret it. I loved my high school and I think it did make me a lot of who I am today because uh you you it was kind of like you could just like they encouraged you to just let your freak flag flag like shine. Because there was no, like, you didn't, like, care about, like, if your crush or something. Like, it wasn't, like, a competition to be, like, the prettiest or blah, blah, blah in school. Like, it was literally usually a competition to be, like, who looked the most, like, a, a gasoline leak that day. But, like, it it was, like, it was it was empowering. Uh, it I am obsessed with it. Like, if I ever lived there and I had a daughter, I would send her there. But this is... This is my favorite. So we had a cheerleading, we had a cheerleading squad, but like it was all girl sports. So it was just like the cheer squad just had to show up at the at the freshman's basketball game. And there's more yeah. cheerleaders there than there was people in the stands. <laughs> and it was it was such a sad sport, but but then the dance team was separate than the cheerleading team. And it was literally like amateurs versus like NFL players. Like the the dance team was like national. Like when they they would they would have a send off before they go to nationals and they do their dance in the gym. It was like it would be like a Saturday morning. The gym would be packed. Like you would be sold out just and to they see were their like the cheerleaders. Yes. Oh, they want that was no, you would at our. Oh, if a dance girl cheerleaders oh. were cooler than the dance no, team. Dude, the dance team the dance, were like all the girls who couldn't make the cheerleading squad. Oh my god, the dance team was badass. Like it was like they. All, I think they just in my head they always wore black leather. And if one of the girls walked down the hallway, you you could hear people whispering, "She's on the dance team. She's on the dance team." Oh, that's and cool. they were like they were like the badass bitches. That's really, really cool.
Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we have somehow accidentally spent the first almost Sorry. 17 minutes of this catch up episode on a topic that we did not even have written down for the topics we were just talk about but today. I, I went down, I went down memory lane and but I'm glad you mentioned cheerleading and it blew my mind because I had no idea that you ever even cheered for five seconds. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I wow. commend the wow. sport. It's hard. It's the, extremely the, hard. Not the, the kind the, that you did, but the yeah. kind I did. Was, my was my mom would always make fun of me. We would go to the the meets, and I always like tried to like outperform my face. Like I'd always be like, ooh, ooh, ooh you know, like when yeah, I'm doing the moves. Yeah. And my mom giving, giving face. My mom would always be like, I just I was I was so worried you were having a seizure, and I couldn't tell if you were cheering or having a seizure. I, um, I wish so, I was your mom. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so let's talk about something else. Speaking of of women, women power, feminism, badass bitches. Yes. There is a podcast that we have had that has been brought to our attention by a friend of the pod, Chrissy McCluskey. You may remember her from early on the episode uh, number three, right? I think Spleens, so. Spleens are for holding grudges. She was our first guest. Very first guest on the pod and great friend of ours. And so she brings to my attention this. She's like, there's a podcast that you should totally know about. Uh, it's these three girls who are in North Carolina. They're all in Raleigh. And I love Raleigh as a town, first of all. Got a lot of friends there and perform there. Great place. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's like, and they've got this podcast called Swiping Up. And so obviously that's about influencers online Mm -hmm. because you know every time and if for those of you who don't get that reference every time you know an influencer posts something uh they they're like swipe up for more information swipe Mm -hmm. up to buy this product swipe up use use code candy use code six six nine and i love i love to talk shit about influencers but secretly deep inside and i think you two we both wish that we were influencers like i wish Mm -hmm. i was that disciplined uh if i I could i would if I could, I would, if I could live that life and keep up with it and not disappoint every advertiser who gave me free shit or did a trade deal with me, which is exactly mm-hmm. what I would do. Uh, I would ruin it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was like that. I gotta be honest. So their entire podcast is these three hilarious chicks who get together. Their names are Esther, Wendy, and Spencer. And they talk about influencers. They pretty much tell everyone like who they should be watching like they've got their favorites and stuff then they yeah. find new ones and, and those they'll occasion just tag a um like a, a, a an instagram page that's just like entertaining or like oh, yeah. yeah or like yeah. up or, or it's like you know it, it's upworthy is that the, is that a word sure sure of course but yeah they and then they talk about ones that you maybe should skip out on or you know if those influencers talked about a product or brand or a DIY thing that you should totally do and that they all like. And then they all just like throw their opinions in on it Mm -hmm. and they debate it, discuss it, whatever. And then peppered into those episodes where they're regularly talking about influencers, they throw their personal lives in there too, which obvi you and I are big fans of because that's what we we just did. Yeah. Yeah. Literally we just did for 17 Mm -hmm. minutes of our podcast. But anyway, yeah, Chrissy told us to listen to them. So we started listening. I like, popped around and listened to like several different episodes. Uh, they are, I want to say this, and then I want to hear what you have to say. They are like the radio station, the all women radio station that I think I was missing my entire life. Like I know it's a podcast, but they're like, they like sound like professional DJs 
that I wish I could just drive home from my long day at work and listen to. Yeah. It's like Instagram got into radio. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like the perfect, it's like the things you love about Instagram and the things you love about radio all together in one. And it's like the best talk show ever. And about, about social media, which is, they talk about TikTok all the time. They'll like shout out like hilarious TikTok creators. It's just funny that it's like wrapped. They've, 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 they're geniuses because they've like integrated the old world of radio into the new yes. world of social media and podcasting. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know how they came across it. I, I probably need to find out like the story uh, behind that, like how they came up with this idea for the podcast, but holy shit. I, it's, it's great. If anyone who's listening to very us, very funny. Yeah. It's very funny and it's informative because you do like, I would rather them filter through a <laughs> filter. You see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> but like sepia me, uh, I, I would rather them like filter through influencers online to tell me which one's worth watching, you know, or paying attention oh, to, sure. or, or if I don't want to follow 8,000 influencers where I feel like everyone online is just trying to sell me something, I want to know what is actually a product that actually does work mm-hmm. and is good, you know, or like a yeah. DIY thing. Cause they were talking about some influencer that they follow or like that was doing some kind of kitchen remodel and, and I immediately, my eyes, I was like, yes, that, okay. I want to yeah. know more about that. And I went and looked at that girl's page specifically for that kitchen remodel. So anyway, y'all should go check yeah. out Swiping also, Up. Yeah. yeah. Also, they um, do uh, reveal like the drama behind some influencers. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody's getting canceled mm-hmm. uh, or if there's drama, if there's beef between two and you, that's what I'm here for. That, that, yes. That is what we're here for. We yeah. want the drama. We want the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I want, yeah, I, I want the ones who are getting kicked out of the influencer world. That's yes. what I want. I want yeah. the real beef. So, and there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of everything. So, and they're just entertaining chicks. So I highly recommend. And they're Southern. We got some fellow mm-hmm. Southerners out there kicking ass in the podcast world. And even though they are clearly, you know, they're probably, probably bigger than us, I would guess, just based on their online following alone. But uh, they're, it's worth it. And it's great. I, everybody should go check them out. And I have been chatting with Esther, who's the main yeah, she's the main. She's the main podcast. I was on talking there. to her today too. Were you? She's yeah. so great. Oh yeah, my god, she's, she's okay, and she is equally as crazy as fuck as I am. So she can investigate like a pri- like a like a real life private investigator. I see that. I can see yes. that. She was telling me stories. Yes. <laughs> she was telling me stories about how she used to have, which this is something we need to invest in, Catherine, uh, and. Uh, it was this program where you can find out anything and everything about every person, like a person. If the if a human has existed, you you can get on this like website, Google the name ancestry.com. It's it, well, I think she was saying it was like Spokio or something like it's one of those like oh. websites where, but you have to pay for uh, 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 what do you, what am I saying? What am I trying to say? It's a subscription. So it's a, a subscription service. And she was like, at some point, I guess when she got married or something, she, or she was trying to save some money or I don't remember the reason, but she's like, so I had told all my friends, Hey, uh, I'm about, I'm not going to renew this subscription. I've only got, you know, a week or so left on it. If anyone has anybody, they need me to research. Yeah. 
let me know. And people just like started sending her names left and right. And she started looking up all this shit for people. So people could wow, investigate we, like, their we, dates or their boyfriends. And I was like, okay, well, we need this. We got to get this. Well, subscription. Uh, I mean, not only do we need a subscription, they need to sponsor us. A hundred billion percent. Yes. So if anyone ha- knows of those services that do that, because the only one I could think of was like LexisNexis, but that's what like businesses use when they do background checks on people. And I have known people throughout the years who, because of their job, had access to LexisNexis and could like under the yeah, table. This should be LexisNexis for, for your average suburban wife. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, yeah, if anyone has any recommendations for us about which services we should sign up for to subscribe to mm-hmm. so that we can start doing deeper um if we so we could take this online stalking to the next level for people yeah and we're doing it for you it's for you yeah it's it's for the people yeah so it's for the stabbies out there so yeah y'all y'all please listeners hit us up tell us which subscription services we should have and once we get a subscription to it y'all hit us up and we will absolutely do the footwork and the legwork and go and we will we will look up your ex we will look up someone you're going to go on a date with we will look up your spouse we will look up the side piece. Yeah. We'll look up your boss. We'll look up the kid, uh, some, the kid that your kid's trying to date. I don't care. Anybody. Your we babysitter. Will, yeah. We'll call their employer. It's fine. We'll it's do fine. it. We'll do yeah. it. We're very professional. We have a great phone voice. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. We'll call This is up. actually recommended by your therapist as well. This is actually a healthy route. Yes. to take and we are also your therapist so we're also listen to that. Yeah. Yes. yeah but yeah anyway so she is crazy in the best possible way and i was like hell yeah i said we're gonna have you on at some point and then when things yes. get you know normal-ish and we can go back out again i was like when Catherine and i bring live gds through raleigh you know we're all gonna be hanging out and she's like absolutely so anyway adore her adore all of them everybody go and listen to swiping up uh they're great so we can only hope to be, you know, as popular as they are one day, Catherine. One day they'll be like, these girls sound like they were on the radio because they sure have the face for it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So back to the topic at hand, cheating and cheaties. This past episode with Kiana Dancy, uh, the minister's mistress. What a freaking ride. A favorite of mine. A favorite episode. It has to be. A it goes down in the books. Um, yes. So... There's there was many things that she said that have that have they they've stabbed resonated. my little I was gonna say stabbed my brain but you could say resonated <laughs> no I think stabbed stabbed your brain is a much yeah. better way to say resonated uh, yeah I'll I'll so I'll we'll sum up the story really quick she um she, so Kiana is an amazing human being and a, a, a genius business person. Oh yeah, and just we just from if you have an initial conversation with her, you can tell like she knows who the hell she is. She knows she knows who the hell she wants, like everything she wants. She's not afraid to go after it. Nope. And so she has high standards for herself. Yeah, where she's going. I'm straight. Yeah, dude. Confident. She's she's on. Yeah, unapologetic. Yep. Um, 
so she, she met this guy. He kind of checked off all of the boxes for her. Even, you know, she, she's a woman of faith. He was a woman of faith. He was a minister. Um, they went on a date. Well, I'll get into those details later, but he kind of did all the things that she was looking for. Um, it was great. She moved in and then she started noticing certain things. She, she went out of town for a weekend. She found, came back. She found a necklace in the sink. Um, so she does... Uh, if you go back and listen, my, one of my favorite things she says is like, she doesn't she doesn't call him out right away. No, she she is- does a very smart, calm, cool, and collected thing, and she's like, so I just started doing what I do, and I started I kept cleaning the house, I kept my eye out for everything, started rearranging his clothes, so so he didn't know where what what went where, and he had to rely on me. So when things were put back in the wrong place. It was easy for me to notice. And that's when she started noticing that her stuff was hastily shoved in a pantry one night when she wasn't there. And well, that's so the night she found the necklace. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, eventually she finds out that, you know, he was, he's being a, a, a cheap cheater mm-hmm. and she catches him and, and the story's hilarious, but okay. So my favorite, though, is how she planned the whole end of it. She was like, I'm going to get what's mine. Like, yes. I have invested in this relationship, and until it's been 100% proven to me and I have tangible evidence, which she had the necklace, but it, he's, it still could have been his cousin's. And so she's like, okay, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to keep researching, but I'm not ending this relationship right away. I'm going to get a few more things. And then she sets up what is she calls the Last Supper, that she's going to have. And she's like, no, no, no. He's going to pay for everything up until the day I take the last, like I pictured her as just like, like the fanciest, like Grinch, uh-huh. like how the Grinch like goes through the house and the Grinch who stole Christmas and takes everything down, down to the last nail that mm-hmm. the stockings hung on. And I just picture her all done up going through his house taking every last little thing of hers out of it. And right before she takes that last thing, she has that dinner. And then she's like, oh, and by the way, I know you're a cheater and I'm done. So good. God, it gives me chills. She went to the last supper. When you listen, they go to a steak restaurant. She orders like the steak. She gets the wine. Then on top of all of that, she orders her mom and her brother to go steak. Food to go? (laughs) That was my favorite. So damn funny. (laughs) Man, because like most of us, I think, which everyone who is scorned reacts in a different way, right? Not all scorned people react the same way. And I think hers is the most calculated, meticulous. Yes. Like if you just take a breath and you're calm and instead of freaking out and burning the house down, like most of us want to do, she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to get everything out of this that I can. I'm squeezing this to the last drop and then I'm out of the door, baby. And there won't be any reason for me to come back and get any of my shit because I already have been slowly packing it up. Mm-hmm. It's you know. so good. It, it, but it's nothing that I would ever be able to pull off because no, I'd be never. like, the second I saw the necklace. Oh, yeah. I'm too insane. Like, there's no I'd way. I'd be like I'm, fingerprinting yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I can't hide. I don't have a good poker face. Yeah, I, yeah, really, no, I no, don't. No. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she, man, she is the queen of poker face, clearly. Yes. But y'all, if you have not listened to that episode, that we're this is one that's definitely going in our book one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, yeah, like of way how, to handle. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, but she talked a lot about what she expects from a man and mm-hmm. and the responsibilities from like a man and a woman in a relationship that um, 
it sparked my interest because I think it it, it it's um, standard or expectations that have kind of changed a lot mm-hmm. in like you know this with especially like with my generation with our generation I mean and it's that like she says like she's expects him every man like the man to open up the door for her and then when their relationship like she expects you know him to to pay, pay the bills. bills and um if she they go to eat he should take the tab and if yeah, he invites a bunch of people out for a birthday yeah. dinner yeah. then he needs to pay for everyone at the table yeah 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 and like yeah. and that she says you know my responsibilities you know i do i cook i clean I have sex with him. I figure out what he likes to have sex with. So this is, and I hate that I, I, and I'm, I don't knock it. I think it's like, Hey, if that's what you want, go after what you want and find somebody that's, that's down, that wants the same things that you want. Yeah. Cause clear. I mean, it's an agreement in a relationship. So yeah. if those are the things that you want. You could find a partner who's down for all of that, who goes, Oh, hell yeah. If I don't have to cook or clean or, you know, yeah. Jerk I off, guess, yeah. Then, uh, then I'll pay for everything, and you do you, and you stay cute for me, and I'll stay cute for you, and that's the agreement, and that's great. That's fine. It, it is, now it does not work for everyone. It doesn't work for everyone, and I think, like, even when I was hearing it, I was kind of cringing. Oh yeah, only because it's like, okay, because I'll just use my own personal example. Like, I, I'm I'm living in a house that hot tub my boyfriend bought. And one, I would never want to feel indebted to somebody like, like, cause I pay him rent. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just be honest with it. Like, but like, I would never want to feel like, oh, I, I think I have to cook for him or I have to clean or I have to have sex with him. But see, that's, that's y'all's, that's y'all's agreement though. I know. I know. So y'all split everything. And she's saying, these are the things I'm willing to take care of. If you're willing to take care of these, these are things I will not take care of. But she's not asking for everything and not doing anything in return, which I think is, that's the important part. She's not going, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go to the gym and then sit on the couch for the rest of the day. And you are going to take care of me. That's not what, that's not what she's saying. So I think it's a damn good agreement to make. Now, it's is it going to work in my life necessarily? No. Uh, my husband and I also split most everything. Yeah. So. I just also, I, I don't think that there, I truly do not think that there is a man 50 and younger that would continue to open the door for a female for the I rest of his life. I think there's some out there. I think there's some old school gentlemen out there. I also am just, I don't know. But you know what? Those old school gentlemen wouldn't put up with, with dumb bitches like us, you know? Yeah. I would rather, (laughs) yeah, this is the thing. I would rather have my own damn personality and be like, okay, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do me. I'm a messy dumb bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I would never want to feel like I have to, 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 to lower myself or little myself yeah. to fit into somebody else's box because they're providing for me. And if no, I don't no, fit into the box, then I, I don't, don't feel provided for. And see, and I don't, I don't see it that way. You're saying to, to make yourself smaller and fit into a box. I see it as I'm not rising to that level of expectation that you expect. No, true. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And But there are women out there who want to do X, Y, Z as well, as long as you're doing ABC 
uh, for them. And that's the agreement. And um, it, for me, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going to, this is what you're getting and yeah. you're going to be happy with it. And I, I am not going to fix myself up all the time. I'll cook you some meals and all that. But other than that, we're going to dinner out. Yeah. If we have to half the bill, I'm fine with that. You know, if I'm not going to cook tonight. Yeah. It took me a while to even, I don't know, maybe this was like, like a, a thing from my childhood, but it took me a while to even like, my friends are like, yeah, he, I, I cook. Like he, he, you know, like he likes that I cook and I'm always, and I, I initially when I heard that, like my younger twenties, I was like, F that screw that. No woman should be expected to cook. No man should expect their woman to cook. Like F that we're not, we're not like, we're not only in there for the kitchen. And I, and I just, it like, it would like make this like fire in me. Yeah. Explode and I would get so mad. And oh, I think- me too. I've always been, I've always been like that too. Until you get old enough and you're like, oh wait, you, you're going to buy us a house. Yeah. And I, and I don't have any assets or credit or uh, any way to buy a house. Okay, perfect. What would you like for dinner? No, I, I know. I agree. And it, it, <laughs> it took me a second to be like, it's okay if if you if you still have want to have like the traditional female role. Yeah. As long as everyone is pulling their own weight in yes. some capacity, as long Nobody. as everything's even, like as long as the, the, what's the, uh, the pendulum or whatever, what, as long as, as long as it's equal on both sides, yeah. one way or the other, that's yeah. the important part. But like, I agree with you too, because I've been like rage against the patriarchy, you know, since day one. And as a kid, but I also think that like, you know, you're getting into a place and I've, I've been in this place for a little longer than you, but like prior to the place that we're both in right now, we were with men who weren't pulling their weight. 1000. I think that was it. And that's, and that, that's probably what annoyed you more than anything is like this douchebag, these, these little boys coming out of high school, coming out of college. And they think, well, you're a woman, you need to cook for me because you're a woman. And it's like, Hmm. well, you're not even performing any of the duties you need to be performing as just a human, as a decent human, let alone if you want to get all stereotypical and societal with this, like you're, you're not earning all the wage. You're not going out and you're not, you're not protecting Mm -hmm. the family or, you know, providing for me monetarily. I'm still providing for myself providing this home. My name is the one on the damn lease and you expect me to cook and you expect me to clean. And you think taking out the trash is gross or cleaning out the sink is gross. No, get the hell out of here with that bullshit. The expectations have to be met on both sides. Like I agree. it has to be an even like agreement. I keep saying that, but like, I can't think of another way to do it. Like I, I agree. I, that's, I think that's what I've learned is not, it's like, it's okay if you if you take on a traditional role as long as it's because you're doing this because they're also doing this. Yes. And and you're doing it because what you enjoy. You enjoy doing it. It's something that yeah. like, you can offer to the relationship. And it's not just like a you're the woman so I don't want you to work and I want you to cook. It, right. So I, I think I, you're, might, you're making the choice yourself. Yes, you're making the choice and very yeah. different. Yes. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was, um, it's the, it was people just, tell you, this is what you need to be doing because, but it's interesting. The older you get, and even as hardcore as a feminist, you know, you start to learn that feminism is more than just like, you know, 
we all share duties equally. We share duties equally the same. And sometimes it's all about how it's, it's, it's about embracing what you do best despite your gender and making sure that you're pulling as equal weight as your partner's pulling. That's really what it comes down to. And if you expect this from me or I provide this to you, then you better be providing me something that's equal in value. 100%. Yeah. It was, I don't mind. I'm a, I'm a, I mean, you know me. I'm, you like, I, yeah, you love cooking. You, love, I like cooking and decorating. And yeah. Cooking. Yeah. And you're great at it. Yeah. And I don't it, mind it. Yeah. It had, it took me a, a while to, to not get angry at that. Yeah. Because it's, you're not doing it out of, um, I'm not doing it because I'm being forced to do it. You're not being forced to it. You're not doing out of somebody telling you, you have to do that because that's your only, your only uh, purpose in this life. Right. And let me tell you something though. When I used to do these same things that I do now, and I was doing them in a relationship with somebody who did, who number one, didn't appreciate it. And number two, did not pull their equal weight or help in any way. They weren't helping financially or any other way. Oh, I did it. And I still did it but I was bitter the entire time and I was resentful and I was angry and I did not want to be doing it. Every time I've swept a floor, all I could think was this motherfucker won't sweep this floor. Like if I would have to do this, you know, why am I doing everything? Why am I doing everything? And now, now if I cook or clean or whatever, or, you know, decorate or what I'm like, Oh, it's still so nice to be able to do this for my household because I can look at all the things that my husband has done that I'm not expected. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it is a it feels good if you like doing it, you enjoy doing it, you feel like you're con- contributing it. Um, it's just funny that I think you're like what you said, you nailed it. It's feminism is feminism isn't always uh, pushing against the old norms, but just being comfortable doing what you're what you enjoy mm-hmm. doing instead of trying to fit into a box that people tell you. Totally need to fit into. Totally. Yeah, it was. It was just a. I don't think we've had an episode where we've like uh, talked about that head on. No, I don't think we have either. That was really interesting and eye opening. And we would love to hear y'all's opinion too, as listeners. Did it? Did it spark anything in you? Whether it was anger or eye opening or judgment or whatever, we want some feedback. So y'all please hit us up in our DMS, uh, on Instagram. That'd be great at Chidi's podcast. And if you're not a, if you're not on Instagram for whatever reason, that's totally cool. Hit us up. We've got a Facebook page and we've also got a direct email. I don't think we've mentioned our email enough, but we have an email Chidi's podcast at gmail.com. And we would love to hear y'all's opinions on any episode. Really. If you have any opinions on any episodes, even if they're like critiques or compliments or improvements we can make, like, I mean, we always say, you know, we're just comedians and we're still learning and growing. Um, Obviously, we've gotten really good at this lately, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we love to hear y'all's feedback. We can't grow this community if we don't get feedback because we, we're providing y'all a service. This isn't just for us to get our bullshit off of our chest every week. This is also to entertain y'all and make sure we're, you know, including the community and what we're talking about every week. So yeah, y'all please hit us up at any of those ways. That'd be great. Oh, and Catherine, I'm super excited about the episode that's coming up on Monday. We got a really juicy voicemail of someone we don't personally know. So we're, we think it's a good enough voicemail that we're calling them in and we're going to interview them for next week. And we'll play that now. Hey, Lace and Catherine, this is uh, Jackson Copeland. 
I'm a uh, Atlanta area comedian, and I do have a cheating story in which I actually lost my virginity to a woman who I later found out was uh, cheating on her husband. Okay, this is going to be good. Uh, I can't, I mean, virginity, marriage, the woman is the cheater. Yes, and older too, right? Is older, older woman. It's checking all my boxes. Is he a professional mover? All right. Ah, Uh, I see what you did there. Uh, And you know what? Who else got their box checked? That married lady. Oh, she's got. She got her box checked out. Yeah, by some by some inexperienced hands. I gotta hear that. I get, I'm so excited to hear the details of this story. Yeah. This is gonna be really good. Yeah. So whenever we get, whenever it's, it, whenever it involves like virginity, it's, Ugh. it's so funny because they, because the person is always like, yeah, I know, I know how bad this sounds, and they, and it's, it's, it's a fun interview. Um, okay, so we got that coming up on Monday's episode. Um, shows this weekend. Do you have anything to announce, Lace Larrabee? Uh, oh, I do. It's nothing that anyone can come and see right away. So I was I was supposed to have done, by the time this comes out, I was supposed to have done a virtual show last night online on Twitch, but that actually got postponed. And that's okay. We're going to reschedule it and I'll announce it again. And that's, you know, it'll be still be a lot of fun. It'll be the same thing that we were going to do before that little like uh, comedy trivia type show. But uh, Catherine, in the last couple days, I have gotten fabulous news and I got booked Mm. on a TV show. So I'm going to be filming on Monday. I'm going to be on set down at Tyler Perry Studios filming for a show that's on the Stars Network called Heels. H-E-E-L-S. And I know that that sounds like it would be, I don't know about like working women or women in heels or something, but it's not. It's actually about wrestling because heel is a wrestling term. And I just means- love that you're on a show that's, it has a title of a, of a word that you say weird. So I'm just can't wait for Why you to say heels. Heels. Heels weird. Heels. I'm on heels again tonight. Heels comes out tonight. I'm going to love heels. it. Heels, am I not saying it right? My spills in the teals about spills in the tea about the heels. I just said heels. I said heels. Heels. Look, look, peel back that banana and tell us about. Oh, you bitch! Oh, you bitch! Oh, you're such a bitch! You're such a bitch! I'm I'm excited. This is this is a gift for you and me. Heels. Tell us about heels. Oh, I hate you so much. Okay, I'm just gonna say stars. Either way, uh, you are Catherine. You are should be starstruck right now because we're talking to reporter number two. So. Oh yes, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about your lines? You're not. Uh, probably not. No, because it would give okay. away the plot of that show. I think. But okay. yeah, yeah. Got a couple lines. Anyway, I'll be in a little trailer that day and all that good stuff on set. So I'm just excited to be working and on set again. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, after this past year, there's not been enough bookings, and man, things are things are coming up. Things are happening. So uh, fun. Yeah. Even if I can't. Number two, bringing the news to you. <laughs> and uh, for you to tell me that I am not pronouncing something correctly is absolutely hilarious. So just want to say that. Just want to say that you in this episode alone, I think you've said X specially multiple times. You also earlier said, "Let your freak flag shine," mm-hmm. uh, which is not how that uh, sentence works. It's let your freak flag fly because it's a flag. Flags don't shine. So just want to. If they do, if they have glitter on them. 
Okay. Well, just want to go ahead and throw those out there to remind you. I'm putting a glitter on your flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So what do you have coming up? Yeah. I'll tell you what I have coming up. Please, please. Uh, are you on the edge of your hills? <laughs> um, I am. Well, I, I, I'm just going to be straight up honest. I may, I'm going to be out of town a bit. Uh, but in between there, I'm, I am producing a good amount of shows this week, this month. Um, I have another slumber party show that I host, uh, coming up on Thursday, the 18th at roll call theater, Pond city market at eight 30 PM. That's all female stand up comedy show. And that following week I'm bringing back walkie talkies. It's a, it's a show I used to bring to new. Great, great show. That, that's actually where I met hot tub. You That's were on true. I was yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. yay. It's all um, full circle. Now it's like a year after we met. Um, so I'm going to bring that back. So it'll be at the rooftop of New Realm Brewing Brewery on the Beltline, the main part of the Beltline in Atlanta. It's on the rooftop, which is outside upstairs. It's going to be socially distanced seating. Uh, and so and it'll be limited seating. So there's limited tickets being sold, but I'm bringing that back. So it's, it's always the last Sunday of every month. So it'll be this Sunday or February the 27th. So the last Sunday of this month. Um, am, and I, that, am I on that show, Catherine? No, you're not. Cause I have another show I'm talking about that you're on. That shows at 7 PM. Lace is on another show I'm producing that week. That is on Wednesday, February 24th, the last Wednesday of every month. I'm start producing a show at Huck's Grill, Hawk's Grill, Hawk's Grill in Roswell. Um, they it's like a ladies' night for them, and Lacey's gonna be doing a long set there, and she's she's so happy that she's on it. So excited that and, I'm gonna go and write it in my calendar right now because I yeah it. yeah put that in your calendar right now. <laughs> um, that, so if you live in Roswell, come out to that show. It's at Hawk's Grill. Lace is gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. 8 p.m. Pretty sure you're pronouncing that wrong, but yes. It's H-O-U-C-K-S. Isn't it Hawks? I feel like it's not. Hawks or Hawks? Hawks. Hawks. Well, you say it really fast. It's Hawks. Hawks. It's Hawks. At 8 p.m. February 24th. God, get off my dick. No, I don't know, but I'm going to be there. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I'll be coming to the new realm show one way or the other though. Okay. Even though I, I'm not on it, I'm going to come knew there. I you going to be mad about that. Yeah, Liz, I, I can't just have you on every single. Why not? One of my shows. Why not? Okay. You could do all of them. I, uh, I'll just come. I'll just come and stand there and wait for one of, uh, you know, the other comedians to fall off the roof and then it'll be my turn. I love, I love now that we, Lace and I are starting to get booked together. Like they'll, oh, they'll everybody just everybody books us together. Like everybody books us together. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Cause they'll go, Catherine, will you do this money? And then Lace, will you close? So I'm just forever <laughs> opening for Lace for the rest of time. <laughs> and I'm, I feel it's, it's like going from the pyramid. It's going from the flyer in the pyramid down to a base. It's all, it's, it's happening all over again. Yes, yes, yes. You're holding me up. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you for lifting me up on your broad shoulders, Catherine. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's true. But I do want to go there because I do. I I was there at New Realm last year when you and Hot Tub met, and I was the one who was the catalyst because I made him stay there and give him or get your number. Yeah. And, you know, I want to be there again when y'all break up at New Realm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I don't- don't want to miss it or get pregnant at new realm you never know Ooh, 
There's a family restroom there. One, one way or the other, the res- relationship's over. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be pissed if you got pregnant. So we, I would end it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, yeah, is a family is a family restroom large because you go in there to make a family? Yes, that's exactly. That's why they have that little that that's why they have that little seat that comes down off the wall with the yes. straps. Yes. Yeah, it's for so you can you know make a baby right there. Mm, a baby. Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right, cool. That's, uh, I think I they like have it. a baby on the shelf thing, so it knows that's yeah. where you make the baby. So that's where you make the baby. Yeah, uh, and also maybe give birth in there. It, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, I think it is tradition to go back to the bathroom where you conceived your child yeah. to give birth to said child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I read that in feminine spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> In, in women of the Bible. Yeah, in women. I of, do believe. Yeah, it's called women. biblical women. Little biblical women. Little biblical women. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think I read that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I like how this was supposed to be a 20, we were like 20, 20 to 30 minutes episode. We said, we said all our ketchups now, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Top. Times three. Voss, Voss Sanchez, our correctional officer, is going to mm-hmm. be real upset with us because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we have, we've, we've broken curfew. You know, we've done we it again. Told, we've done it. We've done it again, boss. Mm-hmm. We've done mm-hmm. it again. Okay. So all good things coming up. Great episode coming up on Monday. Y'all please start, you know, don't not start. Y'all have already been doing it, but continue to engage with us on the internet. We love to hear from y'all. Uh, we love to know you're out there. Share us with your friends. Go check out our buddies over at Swiping Up. And yeah, get, catch up on some episodes if you haven't yet. Go do that. And if you happen to be on iTunes or one of those you know places, if there's a place for you to leave us a review, go and give us a positive review. And we'll read it out loud. We'll read it on the podcast. And keep calling us with your cheating stories at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And you're about to hear that again in the outro. But we wanted to remind you now. All right, Catherine, anything else? That's it. That's a wrap. Okay, well, we love love you. Toodles. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story, and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse.